Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day, these niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. What's up guys, this is Jake Carlisle and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and let's get ready to make some capital gains. I'm joined by Chad today. What's up Chad? Yo, yo. Um, We're going to talk about some real estate. I think we're going to get into kind of how we started flipping and then how to flip, um, what, what to do, what not to do. Uh, because I know, I mean, I get I get asked this twenty four seven. How'd you do it? Uh, how'd you How'd you buy it? What's What's the money situation? Um, what are you using? Subcontractors, subcontractors, contractors. Like, I get a million questions, and so literally last night I had uh, my buddy Mason and Kyle going over deals, and uh, just a million questions. And so what I really should have done is I should have had them. Uh, tell me some questions and I should have answered them, but you know, we can do that down the road, but we'll just start, you know, how we started. Um, so you got anything else to say? Uh, I mean, well, so we already talked about how we started, like as far as meeting each other and how that part goes, we're really going to go over more so <laughs> how we started moving forward on deals. Um, I got to start working on the, um, thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's all good. (laughs) Moving forward on deals, finding deals, building relationships with realtors and so on. Yep. So what, what we do is, is we ended up and don't do this. I would not do this. I mean, maybe I do this again, but I would not suggest you do this. We bought two houses at the very first time, like very first house, very first flips. We bought two at the same time on the same day. Um, Two flips on hard money. And so what hard money is, basically, it's a short-term loan, high interest rates, but um, it's very lax, right? Like like they'll look at the deal and just the deal to do the, to do the work, right? So if it makes sense to whoever's loaning you the money, they'll usually loan it, right? Now, if a deal doesn't make sense, they're not going to loan it, right? They want their money back. And, you know, you're kind of stupid for doing, trying to do that deal anyway. But so hard money loan, um, basically it's really easy, really fast, but it's high, high interest, right? It's expensive. Lots of loan origination points, lots of interest, but it's easy, fast. You know, you can send well, cash can I throw something in there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, one thing that they'll do as well, since it's, you know, it's kind of like a, not a small town, but smaller town, like more of like a private lender. The guys, I mean, they'll come look at our, our places that we're going to purchase and yep. if they can see it and it makes sense, they'll loan the full amount. If it doesn't make sense to them, they'll make us put some money up too so we have some skin in the game. So they have stuff that they go by too as well to make sure it, it makes sense. Yeah, they because uh, mo- most of those guys are guys that have actually made their money in real estate and they just want to lend and make the returns um, and help us out. You know, the guys that were in their shoes back in the day doing what, what we're doing now. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, literally it's, it's honestly, I tell people it's like private money with hard money rates, I guess. But, uh, cause like I can call, the, I can call the guy up and say, Hey, I've got this property. You want to come look at it? He'd be like, yes. What time when? Right. 
Um, we're blessed with ours too because we've we've built a good relationship with one of the the lenders that we've been using on everything. And I mean, he he'll come out and give us his advice. Like he kind of he he's like almost like a mentor and a lender in a sense. So it kind of works out really well for us. We're definitely blessed to have and be able to work with him. Yep. Because normally, you know, if if you if you don't have any experience or you maybe even if you do have experience, like I I talked to a, a national hard money lender yesterday. Um, and we qualified for some, something that was called the pro program or something. I don't know, but all that means is you've done five flips in the last two years, which really isn't much, but I mean, they said, Hey, we qualify for 10% down, um, 100% rehab, which is awesome. And 8.25% interest rates with one point loan origination, which is awesome terms, right? But they're a national they're a national firm and they want you to do 10% down right because we don't have a personal relationship with them and they're not going to come look at the property right they do a desktop appraisal they look at it online and that's it right they fund it if the deal's right um but and so that's the restrictions but also the flexibility on that end like they're giving us less origination points less interest but we have to come up with 10% right and so for somebody you know going into a place, if you don't have 20 grand, 25 grand to put down, then there's a barrier to entry, right? But it's all about relationships. Like here, we can, you know, if, if you've got the deal, um, the money's gonna find yourself, it's gonna find you. Um, but, you know, that that's how we finance our flips. Personally, um, we do, we do long-term uh, fixed rate mortgages for rentals. And that's honestly how the, the only way I'd go besides like seller financing, uh, and we can do a whole other podcast on that too. But yeah, yeah, it's... basically, how we find our deals and how we are going to start finding our deals um, is kind of two different things. So we started finding them just through realtors, realtors and word of mouth, and it it worked for a little while. Uh, market was super hot. We had to get a little creative with everything, but uh, I think we had three realtor deals and two word of mouth deals uh, in the past six months. Uh, we have but we also I don't mean to interrupt you um when he says realtor deals realistically though the realtor deals are deals that we found we were just you know every night searching Zillow searching realtor.com just you know getting creative as possible and we actually found all of our deals correct yeah yeah and and I like when I say realtor deals I all I mean is they're on market on market yeah. and so we have to buy it with a realtor. You know what I mean? Um, you know, some some of our some of our deals that are coming to us now are coming from a realtor that we didn't find right, and so that realtor is entitled to that three percent buy. Um, because you know, if you didn't know, if you're a realtor, you bring a you bring us an investment or, or a flip, and you buy and we buy that with you, you also get paid three percent as well as the seller agent. And so you know, they're incentivized to that's that's honestly the easiest money you'll ever make is is on the buy. Uh, as a as a buying agent because it's like you know you got buyers they want to sell it perfect uh, but that's how we found our deals to begin with and we honestly got so busy with flip 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 like managing deals and having nobody to help us and just kind of having tunnel vision we were so inundated with that that we didn't even think oh like what happens when we're done with these <laughs> right um we finished up four like we literally have four places for sale on market right now at this time we close our one tomorrow we'll have three others on market 
and which is crazy. And like now we kind of have a month to where we don't have anything like legitimately like at all. And, you know, we're, we're constantly putting in offers and looking at deals and whatever, but uh, we don't have anything under contract to close until middle of October now. So the reason that is we weren't going out there and cold calling, door knocking, direct mail, bandit signs, text messaging. We weren't doing any of that, none. And so now we're just relying on realtors and, uh, and word of mouth, which is fine if you have a huge network and a lot of, a lot of pull, but we don't. Right. We've done five flips. And, and that's why it's big. You hear people talk about it a lot is working on the business and not in it. And, you know, I have a buddy of mine um, that does some plumbing, like excavation work. And he finally sat back and looked at it, too, because he's been working in the business during the freeze. You know, there's a lot of plumbing repairs. He would just go, go, go. But now it's kind of dried up a little bit and he has to step back and be like, crap. And it's kind of the same thing that we're in now. Like it, it's good when it's busy. But you got to think long term because stuff's go it's going to slow down. It's going to dry up and you got to take that time to work on the business and find and generate those leads. And that's how you grow. You can't constantly just be working in the business. Yep. Yep. I mean, and, and you know, at the very beginning of, of everything, like to learn, we had to work in the business. Right. And this is all part of learning. Right. Unless unless we would have had a like literal game plan um, from somebody else who had done this before and, you know, day to day we would have never like learned how to do this. Right. And so we're learning on the fly and just kind of figuring it out. And we still yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you I know. Mean. Like we're, we I mean. literally had a talk yesterday before a meeting and we're still learning like our strengths and weaknesses, like us two together and how to run this business better. Cause you know, if you hear it a lot, people saying a partnership is doesn't usually work out very well. And I feel like we are blessed and it's, we're just a, I don't know how you would put it. We just bounce off each other very well. I feel like we both, because we can call each other out on our bullshit and nobody gets butt hurt. We're just like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and we kind of, we're realistic with our strengths and weaknesses. Like we had, like I said, we had a talk yesterday and Jake actually texted me. Was it yesterday? Uh, was that yeah. a couple days ago? He texted me and literally what he texted me that day, I was thinking the exact same thing. So it was like, I mean, yeah, you're... Most of the time, most of the time we're on the same page, even if we're not talking to each other, because we're, I mean, we kind of have the same fundamental mindset. And so, yeah. you know, the only thing I will say, Chad loves to be uh, uh, pessimistic and, uh, and very logical, and I'm very optimistic. And every time he's right about being pessimistic and logical, he makes sure I know. He's, I'm, I'm like, yeah, you were right. And he's like, mm-hmm, just like always. <laughs> oh, boy. But it yeah. works out though. You know what I mean? Like no, you're yeah, optimistic no. and my realistic, it works out good because I feel like it keeps both of us like, you're oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I see your side that, dang, that sounds good. But then I'm like, yeah, but the, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like we always meet. It's a good, happy medium. Yeah. And regardless, like we talk a little shit, but it's still like, yeah, no, you know, it cool. works great. Um, and then, so what we're doing now to find deals is well, honestly, we're, we're telling everybody we, we've, upped our, our presence on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and we are actively starting a marketing campaign with um, door knocking, uh, cold calling, text messages, bandit signs, and um, which one am I missing? Direct mail, direct mail. Yeah. And so we're actually like, I'm going to, I'm going to have uh, 
my one of my roommates tomorrow actually go out and put like 50, 40 or 50 bandit signs uh, all over Brian. And uh, we're going to get a, a meeting this next week, weekend or whatever, where the, where the marketing guy that we've been working with and just have a plan and, and put some people in place and execute. And that's really what it comes down to. Cause like I had no idea how to do any of it. Right. And so I had to learn on the fly, learn on the fly. And so this is where it comes in with a good partnership because like when I'm working on all this stuff, luckily we don't have a bunch. I say luckily, I mean, luckily, unluckily, we don't have a bunch of flips going on right now to work on. But like if we had four or five going on, like Chad would be managing all those and getting it rolling and I would be managing everything else right? The money, the back end, the marketing, um, the people. And so, and that's, a, that, I guess that's a good thing too, with it being like having a little bit of downtime because you get to realize like, damn, like, you know, we had two going on. It's like now sitting back, it's like, dude, I, I really feel like I could handle, I could handle four or five by myself right now and be able to keep them rolling. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, just, it's like, you realize like, your work, like the intake, what you can, you know, take on realistically. So, I mean, I feel like we don't have a problem. We could have four five, six going and we wouldn't have an issue. Yeah. It's just all about being organized, knowing what you're doing. Um, and then like it all, it honestly also all depends on your contractors. And that was my next little bullet point here. Um, it all depends on your contractors, literally. Uh, because if you're caught like, so if your realtor, if your realtor isn't great, it's going to affect your bottom line. If your contractor isn't great, it's really going to affect your bottom line. And that's something we've had to learn um, over the course of this past eight months or whatever. And so we honestly had to work with our contractor. And so if you trust your contractor and your contractor trusts you, it's going to work a whole lot better than if you try to go micromanage your contractor. Because it's almost like, I don't know anything about plumbing. If I was to go watch Chad do plumbing and micromanage him and be like, Oh wait, wait, it's not like that. He'd be like, well, screw you. Right? Like, like I'm, I know how to do this. Let me do my job. And so one big, the biggest thing that I've ever been told, and this was super common sense, but I, you know, rookie, I didn't know it. Um, I talked to Tony Moore out of uh, Indiana LTD property group. And he told me, why haven't you put a contract, um, in place with your contractor. And I said, I don't know. Good question. And we were like two or three flips in, which is like crazy to me now because we just finished our, our Briar Oaks flip and we had our, our contractor reviews for every, every single one. We had a, a contract with work lists, price and days to completion. And he finished it two days before day to days to completion. He charged us what he said he was going to charge us. And he did what he said he was going to do. And he did a really good job and he's fixing anything else that he screwed up or needs to be fixed or whatever. And it was just, it's a complete 180 from, from the last time we did it. And uh, so that's one of the biggest things is the contract. The contract with a realtor is going to, sorry, with a uh, contractor is going to be your biggest, your biggest ally. It literally made all the difference in the world. Like this was the smoothest flip to date. It, it was, it was, I don't want to say flawless because it's not sold yet and I don't want to jinx myself or ourselves, but it literally, it was great. Yeah. And to, and to be fair, the, the house we bought was, was really great. nice already. Um, it was just really functionally obsolete and, and, uh, I think underpriced, 
um, and perfect for a really quick flip and, and make some make some money. But you know, um, like it's still it still could have gone really wrong if we would have had no work list, no plan, no no days, no contract, no nothing. Um, because you know what, the contractor he's not just working for you; he's working for eight other people all at the same time. And so, you know, if he's not super organized, which most guys honestly aren't, and um, the guys who are are extremely expensive and are already taken by a bunch of other people uh, because they're good, right? They're good. They're good, and they do really good work. And so, what we kind of had to do is is not necessarily do his job for him, but just give him a guideline. Give him a guideline. You know, it is what it is. And if he gives you good price, he does good work. Give him a guideline, and he can get it done. And it worked for us. It worked for us really well. Exactly. But um, that was the biggest thing. Contractors, you could also subcontract everything out. Like if you got, uh, like there's demo, sheetrock, paint, roof, foundation, plumbing, paint, you know, flooring, whatever. Um, you could subcontract uh, that all out and be your own general contractor, right? That's, that's how our mentor does it when he develops. And uh, it, it saves him some, some money and like he loves it. So he does it. And, uh, you know, sometimes with the contractors get, getting in there, they can just get in there and roll because they have people who work for them. They know them. And uh, this is kind of the same thing. Like those subcontractors have jobs with 20 other people at the same time. So yeah, it's, all, it's all a head game. And there's things too, you know, you got to really think like, is sometimes saving the extra bucks worth it, right? So we tried to use our own painters and do little things to save money on one of our flips just to test it out. I think, and it could have been great. Like, I think it was a, de it was definitely a good idea, but it, I think it turned out to kind of bite us in the butt a little bit. Um, yeah. Not bad. I mean, luckily that, that flip wasn't a, it was already sold. It was easy, but it probably, you know, cost us an extra week and probably a little bit, probably end up spending a little bit more money. Yeah. Um, but that's just one of those things, you know, a lesson learned. We thought it would have saved money. In the end, it didn't. So. Yep. And so the, the, the next one, we just rolled in and said, hey, um, you know, we trust you. This is this is a work list. This is the contract. Is this good with you? He said, yep. He signed it and he went to work like we did not. We, we just guided him. We did not tell him what to do. And if he had a mistake, we told him to fix it. He fixed it, right? And that's that's literally it. I think with with a, with subcontractors and contractors, you got to either have a, a general contractor and let him do his job, or do be your own general contractor and completely sub it out. No, no in between. Yeah, and there's and there's things too. You got to be realistic with yourself about. So I'm just going to use plumbing, for example. A lot of people, whenever they talk about, yeah, I rehab houses, me and my business partner, we flip houses. Like, oh, y'all do a lot of the work yourself. It's like, no, nothing. Ask me, you don't even do the plumbing. And it may sound crazy because, you know, I have six, seven years in plumbing and I can do a lot of it. But the plumbers that we have and our contractor has, I looked over their work from the first job and I was impressed. I was like, it's actually really quality work. And the price that they charge, I would charge our company more for me to do it. Like right. the, the difficulty and, you know, how hard the work that they're doing for the price they're doing, it's like, it just doesn't make sense for me to spend two or three days doing it. So right. because if they can dictate, do it, yeah. you know, is, is the price and your time worth it? So 
Because if Chad can do it in three days, you know, he's got two other helpers that can do it in eight hours for, you know, may, maybe it saves us 400 bucks. Is that 400 bucks worth three days of our time? No, not really. Right. You gotta, you really have to factor in like your holding costs. Like you, you're, it costs you X amount per day that you sit on that house. So even little stuff like that to where, like Jake just said, it may save us 400 bucks, but those three extra days is going to cost us, let's say 200. So it's just like, yep. you know, there's a lot of factors and variables that you have that come into play when it yep. comes to stuff like this, a lot of numbers. And Jake's a, Jake is the, the numbers guy and he's really good at it. So it's, it's good to have somebody like that. Yeah. It's, it's, you just got to look at the opportunity cost. Like it, am I, am I going to spend eight hours these next three days doing this plumbing for 1200 bucks or am I going to spend 1600 bucks and have it done today in eight hours, not have to think about it. I just got to go look at it and make sure it's right. And if it's right, good deal. Like we're, we're, we're rolling. And so to me, when you're flipping that 400 bucks is, is inconsequential, right. To, um, to do it yourself. Like, yeah, I could, I guess, and save some money, but it's not worth, it's not worth it. Right. When I could be working on marketing, finding the next deal and building relationships, posting on social media, you know, promoting our awareness while Chad is managing the contractor and this and that. And, uh, you just got to look at it like long-term. I think, I think, uh, I posted something today on Facebook. It said, um, you can't win big by thinking small or something like that. If you play small, you're not going to win big, something like that. And, uh, you know, obviously we had to start, you know, doing our, doing our own stuff and, and learning what, ha what works, but you know, at some point you have to just figure out like, Hey, if I want to do six to seven or 10 at a time, like we can't be like, Oh, let's say 400 bucks here, 400 bucks there. Right. That's something you have to figure out beforehand and your materials and labor costs, not in the middle of your, your, your job. Yeah. Right. Um, so once we have 10 going at a time, like you just got to go, like you just got to roll. Well, and that's the thing too, with like rehabbing and making sure you have your budget and your work list before you even start. So you factor in all this stuff and we try to do worst case scenario on everything. And then you also give yourself like a 15% buffer. So it's kind of like a 15% like, oh crap. Fun, yeah. in a sense like if something goes wrong you we, we factor even stuff unexpected in right and so what i what i really do is i will get the <laughs> contractor's budget or bid i'll put him in a contract on that so it's not changing unless i change and add stuff and then i'll get my materials list because i know what everything costs i know what paint costs me per square foot i know what uh flooring costs me per, per square foot roof uh, foundation, whatever it is, I know what it's going to cost me. And so I'll add those up and then I'll add 15% to that as a cushion, like Chad said. And, and, you know, realistically, almost always, almost always we hit that 15% and maybe more. Right. So realistically, like you're going to go over budget most of the time because, you know, going into it, you see a few things. And then once you get down to it, it's like, oh, and then there's this and then there's that and then there's this and there's that. And you've got $5,000 of small stuff that adds up. Um, that's the biggest thing is, is getting your numbers right and, and not forcing a deal just because it's there.
Right. Don't do a deal just to do it. Not not even remotely close to worth it. Yeah. And I know um, I'm kind of changing subject a little bit. I know I'm kind of all over the place, but stuff keeps popping up. And then another thing going back to with the contractor is you you have to set your standard as well. So if they screw something up or they don't do something to your standard and you don't nip it in the butt right away and tell them like, hey, like, you know, this isn't how we do things. This isn't what I paid for. And you can do that respectfully and they'll get it. But if you don't, you know, address that right away, they're never going to know. They're going to think that that's okay. So you really, you know, you really have to address it and set your standard for what you're looking for right away. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, if, if it's like, they say, if you give an inch, they'll take a mile and it's almost not intentional on their part, but you give them an inch, they'll take a mile and it's almost not even um, intentional. They're just doing what you told them to do. And if they don't have any standards to to go by, um, you know, honestly, they should have standards to begin with, but like most of them are so busy and their guys are just working. He's not in the, in the, on the, on the project 24 seven, yada, yada, things get out of hand. So if you don't nip it in the butt immediately, it's going to, it's going to keep rolling over and other things. And, um, that was the biggest thing for us. Nip, nip the contractors, uh, work in the butt if it's bad and keep them to contracts. That's could be my biggest thing, especially contracts. Like you got to put them on contracts that yeah that is probably the best info we've gotten the next the next best thing i think and to, to kind of wrap it up is is if you really want to get started flipping what i would do is i would literally get in contact with any realtors possible you can um, get with any of them in your in your local neighborhood or city and be like hey um i've done my research i know what i'm doing uh, maybe I would go get uh, maybe a pre-approval or or some type of hard money loan, um, you know, saying that hey, you're approved for X X Y and Z amount. That way, the realtors know that hey, you're not playing around and you can go put in cash offers. Um, because most realtors honestly aren't going to work with you if you just go up to them and be like, hey, oh, hey, I want to I want to flip houses because everybody wants to flip houses, everybody wants to get in real estate, but uh, when it comes mm -hmm. down to it not many people actually um, do. <laughs> they just kind of say they do and then don't do anything. And uh, realtors see it all the time. Yeah, and I mean, we, we kind of had that in the same, that same kind of, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, we were like, why, why aren't they taking us serious? Like, you know, we're, we're, we're not joking. We want to flip houses, but we really haven't done shit. So yeah. <laughs> you, you can't go in there day one expecting all these realtors to to bend over and just you know give you everything because they have people that they've been working with that have been doing this 20 years you got to prove yourself and prove to them like hey i'm not screwing around i'm ready to buy i will buy tomorrow and it's all about proving yourself too to them yep i mean because it, it makes sense you know you can't take it personal because you know and that's with anything uh, people aren't going to believe in you. And so you just got to go out there and do it, prove them wrong. And then, you know, once, once you become successful and, uh, and get it done, like the people who are rocking with you are going to still be rocking with you. And then you can be like, Hey, if, if the people who came back to you and are like, Oh, that's awesome. You know, good job. But they, back then they were like, Oh, like whatever, like it blew you off. Then you can be like, Hey, screw you. Um, we're not working with you because you didn't believe in us, right? And, and you know, sometimes it's it's like that, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes 
you just got to work with the people who didn't believe in you because um i'm honestly like you just got to prove yourself that's it you just gotta you gotta make it known that that you aren't aren't bsing because there's a bunch of bsers out there yeah and i mean you i really like me it sounds corny but i just i take it as motivation just because like all right just give it a few years and we're trying to buy apartments and million dollar deals you're going to be messaging me on Facebook, you know, trying to send me deals, this and that. And it's like, Hey, I'm not saying I'm not going to work with you. If you send me a good deal, I'll probably still buy it. But you missed out on a lot of money because you didn't give us the time of day to start with. Right. But it's all about, you know, taking, taking what they say and, and uh, kind of using it as fuel to get stuff done. Yep. Just, just get it done. Don't, don't BS around and uh, make a plan, take some action and that's it. Like that's literally it. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's probably it for today. I don't think we want to go more than 30 minutes. Um, I know I don't, I don't like to listen to podcasts kind of more than 30 unless I'm like doing a workout or something just because I'm, you know, I'm busy. I got, I got, I got stuff to do. So, um, we'll respect you got y'all. We'll respect your guys time. And, um, Chad, do you have anything else? That's it, man. Okay. Sounds good. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you got any value from this, if you learned something today, please share it and let us know what you think because we we're trying to make this better, trying to give you kind of what you want to hear. Um, so any, any recommendations, any questions you have, please shoot them to me, shoot them to Chad. We will love to maybe do like a and a one day and just answer y'all's questions. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Let's make some capital gains. Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day. I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day. These niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new.